0: Well, time out once again to have a look through the latest edition of Link Life magazine. Delighted to say joining me once more is editor Barbara Young. Hello, Barbara.
1: Hello, Rob. How are you doing?
0: Really good, thanks.
1: Did you like the front cover?
0: I was going to talk about that first. Beautiful blue sky, Barbara, and a gorgeous building. And you're going to tell us where that is.
1: Yes, of course, it's such an iconic building. You'd recognise it, wouldn't you? Of course, it's Burley House in Stamford. Um, and it's a particularly favourite picture of mine because it encapsulates the sort of winter sunshine with the bright blue sky and of course some beautiful daffodils coming coming up.
0: Oh, it's really lovely, isn't it? I mean, it's a real—it's just another jewel in the Lincolnshire crown, isn't it?
1: Yes, we've got so many, haven't we? Aren't we lucky?
0: Mm, we have indeed. Let's start off on page four because I'm really interested in this. I've seen this happening in quite a few places and it's it's Lincoln Cathedral's turn to light up, isn't it?
1: Yes, it is. Lincoln Cathedral is set to host a stunning light and sound show this month which will transform the historic interior into a giant canvas. Um, the setting is called Life by Lux Maralessi which is a collaborative team of artists, all from different backgrounds and artistic disciplines. And they're going to bathe the inside of the cathedral in stunning images and designs, which will all be complemented by an evocative soundtrack. And as you would expect, booking is essential, but that's really one to go and see, I think.
0: You'll have never seen Lincoln Cathedral like this, will you, inside?
1: No, and of course the inside of Lincoln Cathedral is so stunning anyway, but this just adds the icing on the cake.
0: Now, we've got some interesting village names in the county, haven't we? Uh, No more so than Boothby Graffo. Tell us about this one.
1: (laughs) Yes, that's quite a mouthful, isn't it? (laughs) Um, For anyone that knows the sort of North Casteven area, um, Boothby Graffo actually takes its name from two sources. Um, Booth, which is an old name for a farm or a settlement... Um, and grapho meaning grove hill spur it's a sparsely populated hamlet but it's got an abundance of history and charm
0: it certainly has uh, and it's also got a comedian who took his name from it as well
1: that's right yes um now a singer songwriter james rogers is also known as boothby Graffo. he was actually born in hull and attended queen elizabeth's grammar school in horncastle but he claims to be the only comedian in the world named after a Lincolnshire village, so he's sort of helped put Boothby Graffo on the map.
0: It certainly has. Uh, Now, we mentioned about spring is in the air, Barbara, and you've got a most gorgeous photo of snowdrops as well, and Steffi Shields and a lovely article from her.
1: Yes, isn't it stunning? Um, She's provided us with some fantastic pictures of snowdrops, and, of course, Lincolnshire Gardens are now waking up winter colour, and snowdrops are very much part of it. Um, Steffi also has given us a lowdown on some of the many gardens around the county, which are holding sort of special snowdrop events. And these include Belton House, Brightwater Gardens at Saxby and, of course, Doddington Hall, but there are others as well. Um, And Steffi sort of celebrates a reawakening of gardens as the snowdrops begin to emerge. Uh, Just uh, going
0: further into this month's edition, taking the plunge, Freya Colbert. Now, what's this all about?
1: Ah, yes. Um, She's a very talented young swimmer who's got her sights set on this year's World Championships and beyond, of course. But it's been a great year for Freya. Um, She's only 18 and she comes from Grantham, but she's already won medals at two major championships in her first year of competing at senior level. Um, and she's now in training for the next World Championships. She began swimming at an early age after her parents signed her up for lessons at a local pool, Um, and then she joined her school swimming team and her coaches recommended that she should go on. And obviously her talent was spotted very early on. So, you know, full marks to her swimming coaches when she was a, um, a young girl at the Stephen and Grantham Girls School.
0: Mm. So often the story, isn't it? Parents, not just taxi drivers, but dedicated supporters from a, a young age. Sort of when they're sort of progressing up the ladder, they're up early in the morning, five in the morning, training And I'm sure her parents uh, have been very key, as you say, in that.
1: Yes, I'm sure she's very, very grateful to her whole family. She's now actually studying bioengineering at Loughborough University. um, But she's going to continue, obviously, with her training. And the move to Loughborough has been good for her because, of course, it's where a lot of other swimmers, such as Adam Peaty, are based. So...
0: You know, they know their stuff there. Well, they certainly do. I mean, she's superb facilities at Loughborough. European champion, Commonwealth medalist, Grantham-born Frere Colbert, sights set high. We're taking a look through the latest edition of linkshire Life magazine, the February issue. With me is editor Barbara Young. Stamford Station is enjoying... A resurgence thanks to some very dedicated volunteers, isn't it, Barbara?
1: Yes, it is. Uh, The Friends of Stamford Station have been working really hard at the site as part of the East Midlands Railway Station Adopter Scheme to take care of the station sites and reports issues such as graffiti, vandalism, trip hazards and other defects, and helps improve the environment, which of course benefits the town as well as the station users.
0: And they're doing some valuable work there. And this is all part of a feature on Stamford, and um, it kind of makes you wonder where... West Stamford Station would be without its volunteers, doesn't it?
1: Oh, it's like everywhere, isn't it? Volunteers are the actual bedrock of all sorts of things, aren't they? And without them, many places and would just would not be able to survive.
0: Let's turn to page 42 and um, something very much in a lot of people's minds, looking after your heart. And Ian Eason has got some really useful tips, hasn't he?
1: Yes, Ian's a personal trainer and a former chef. And we wanted to do a series that would share some of his tips for how to stay well. And being Valentine's, we thought we'd start with the healthy heart. Because the heart is sort of the start of what you need to do to look after yourself. Because people with stiff arteries usually have higher blood pressure and are more prone to high cholesterol and inflammation as well. But with some simple stretches, it only needs to take a couple of minutes in the morning when you get out of bed. It can make so much difference. And then you can top it up with a walk. Um, So you don't have to go to the gym or have expensive equipment. All you need to do is to go for a walk with your dog and maybe just put in a couple of power burst walks where you're just upping the tempo a little bit. Yeah um you make
0: it sound so easy barbara when you say that
1: (laughs) i think you just need to feel driven on on a lovely sunny winter day it's easy but when it's pouring with rain it really isn't but ian's also shared some fantastic fit tips um such as what you know eating walnuts for instance or Mm. cutting down on alcohol we know that drinking more water Uh, We know that. But eating walnuts and beetroot. Did you know beetroot is so good for you? Because it widens the blood vessels and it helps improve circulation, Ah. which is why he's included a recipe for vegan red velvet cake made with beetroot.
0: Gosh, that's one of those things. I don't know about you. As a child, I I really didn't like beetroot, but I have actually grown to like it in later years. Um,
1: Yes, I think because we've learnt how to make the best of it mm. and there's so much that you can do with beetroot i think because we're used to sort of old-fashioned pickled beetroot which isn't that great but um fresh beetroot you can do a lot with
0: let's uh, take a look at somewhere in lincoln that's under new ownership and i'm sure a lot of people will be able to identify with the old bakery on burton road
1: Yes, yes. For a long time, um, it was under the ownership of Chef Patron Ivano De Serio, whose family have actually now returned to Italy. So it's been taken over by Lincoln College with support from the town's fund, and it's now been launched, relaunched, but also with Head Chef Barry Dawson, who's now in his eighth year at the old bakery, and he's been given a free rein to devise a new menu along with General Manager Chris Wilson. And they opened on the 1st of December. So Caroline Bingham went for a visit for lunch and um, enjoyed it very much.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you've passed by this many a time. The old bakery on Burton Road in Lincoln, uh, the chef's table experience. One of the things that caught my eye there, Barbara, in the article Yes, it's as well. going
1: to be, I believe, the first uh, chef's table experience in Lincoln, which will be something to look forward to, won't it? As Certainly a special will. evening out.
0: Yeah, indeed. So it's
1: the beginning of a new era for the old bakery.
0: And we send them all the very best for the future with that. We're taking a look at the February edition of Link to Life magazine with editor Barbara Young. And I'm interested to see you focus on Keith Rylands Bolton. Now, many people will know Keith from when he was a teacher at the School in Market Raisin.
1: Yes, that's right. But he's a, a talented chap because he's launched a new comic novel called the trying times for sebastian scattergood what a great name you'd remember that and it's presented as a diary kept during 2012 which was actually sebastian's annus horribilis the story is set in a fictional village in the wolds and includes numerous references to real places landmarks and establishments
0: And Keith, I mean, this is one of these cases, isn't it, where he he had a teaching career and then he's recently retired and and he's kind of reinvented himself, hasn't he?
1: Yes, well, he's obviously a a talented man who has many strings to his bow. Um, But this book is nicely illustrated as well with some maps from Cranthorpe Milner of Tennyson Walks, So it's worth it also for the comic factor, but also for these walks, which are going to be very interesting for anyone who enjoys exploring the Lincolnshire countryside. There's actually a number of events to promote the book in the county, um, which we've included a few dates, uh, which can be well worth checking out. So if you want to buy a copy of the book and meet and chat to Keith, who's quite a character, that would be a good thing to do too.
0: Yeah, watch out for that feature in this month's edition. The Diary of a Linkageer Nobody, featuring uh, Keith Rylands Bolton in the Linkageer Life magazine. Packed diary, as always. Uh, lots of things to go and see. And uh, celebrities coming to somewhere near you. Alan Carr. Comedian Tom Stade. Canadian. Comedian tom stayed. i've had the pleasure of chatting to him in the past just just a couple of names leaping out at me from the diary now this is a village store with some history isn't it uh, 50 years in donnington on bain jenny ward has been serving customers helping customers helping local people and she's written a book as well and uh, this is this is a story in itself isn't it
1: yes i mean what a special person jenny ward is i mean she's 71 years old i'm sure she won't mind us saying that um but she took over the village store in donington-on-bain in 1973 and five decades later she's still behind the counter um, and is totally dedicated to her customers helping them source whatever they want almost at any time day and night it seems
0: yeah this is a wonderful story isn't it from kate chapman and it's i mean the picture just typifies what what it's all about there's a lovely picture of jenny there standing in the doorway of her shop j ward village shop off license serving donington on bain since 1973 and it's got the open all hours thing the feeling hasn't it and but with the way the world's changed barbara you kind of thought that days were numbered for shops like this didn't you
1: well, you think so. But actually, I think people are turning back to local stores because of the service. And actually, you know, there's nothing nicer than going into your little village shop and people recognising you, and sometimes even by name. And they also sort of know what your shopping habits are. As Jenny says, she often knows what people want before they do.
0: I love the books she uh, put together, Just Ask Jenny the title of which refers to how she's the first of call for anyone in the village who wants a tradesman, a contact number, or a bit of local information. Just ask Jenny. She really has... uh, She's got it spot on, hasn't she? Well done. That's a lovely story. I really like that. Now, I'm I'm really warming to this new feature of yours, My Lincolnshire Life. We we talked about this for the first time last month, Barbara. And uh, this month it's featuring another key local person.
1: It is. It's been very well received, this series, and... um, this month we meet sue lucas who's the new chairman of market race and race courts and it's really interesting finding out about the person behind the high profile job because not only has she got a you know a very taxing job but she's also a committee member of the blood cancer uk charity and has been for 15 years and it's it's a snapshot of her life really talking about her family which have been involved in the racecourse uh, dating back to the 1800s. So she's the fifth generation of that family to be involved.
0: And it's so nice when it's a local person that's involved with something like market race and racecourse.
1: Yes, and I, I particularly like the way she described herself as enthusiastic, diplomatic and kind I'd love to be described like that I think that's a really nice description of her
0: I like the way you do this feature because they're sort of fairly sort of concise questions aren't there as we say like describe yourself in three words as you just mentioned favorite things about Lincolnshire what are you most looking forward to in your new role uh, describe a typical day at the race course they are quick fire questions to which people sort of are really keen to know the answers to aren't they
1: yes that's right so we've got quite a a lot of interesting people lined up for you for the rest of the year so uh, don't miss it
0: lovely we look forward to it as always barbara so lovely to talk to you it's uh, the february issue of link life magazine it's on sale now downloadable version available at link for now editor barbara young until next time thank you very much for talking to us
1: thank you rob